Make Enneagram Podcast with your host, Certified Enneagram Coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. I am excited about this episode. It's called Live Now, Don't Wait. And it's something that I've just been realizing, and especially if you saw the episode prior to this one um, or listened to it, I talked about, you know, 2023 was a really tough year for me. So um, I really want people to be able to live now and not just wait. And I think our Enneagram types have a certain way of making us wait um, to live life. Like just when I get there, when I get this, when I do that, when I retire, when I this, when I that, whatever, how then I'll be able to truly live and truly do this thing. And, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. None of us are. So I wanted to really focus on looking at how our ego structure can truly take us away from being able to live now in a way that is holistic, in a way that's liberated, in a way that's transformational. So let's get into it. Hmm. Who do I want to start with? Because I'm just going to go off the dome um, because I have been thinking and pondering around this for a little while. Um, But I think it's important to share for every single type and everybody's work. So there's And this is for everybody, um, but very specific to each type. So I would say for type one, if we're going to start there, part of living now is not getting lost in the things that aren't right, the things that aren't perfect. And yes, it's not easy to do (laughs) um, and things that aren't correct. But in the grand scheme of things, if you really think about the things you want to flourish, the people you love, the people you care about, the things you truly Um, want to happen and want to make manifest in this world, they're usually somehow attached to your heart. Um, And the fact that you care so, so much about these things in life, people, you, what you're doing, your community, or what you're trying to accomplish, like these things are very important. And the type one structure will take away your ability to have your heart into it. It'll put a lot of shoulds, a lot of this is the right way to do it, a lot of correcting, exacting, perfecting type of things out there. But a lot of times it may miss the heart of the matter. And a lot of times all those ways that you're exacting, perfecting, improving, correcting, it may come without one of the most important ingredients and that's your heart and that's love. And it may come with, instead of love in your heart, anger. And not the righteous anger, (laughs) necessarily, but an anger that becomes egoic and it's pissed off and it's hurtful because it is strong and it is very precise when it is articulating something about something that is wrong or incorrect. So living now for the type one, is learning to release some of the exacting, perfecting, and precision on different things in life and learning to share and love and live now with your heart. Because it's not always going to be perfect, but the things that you can connect to within your heart are going to go way deeper and it's going to matter way more for you in the long run, for sure. Type two. I think one of the ways that type twos can live now and not wait is to learn how to receive now. Type twos are absolutely, tend to be absolutely great at knowing how to give or giving. 
but learn how to receive. And this is for all three subtypes of them. If you don't know subtypes, that's okay. You get episodes on it. But neither three actually really know how to receive very well. They know how to try to do something to get what they want um, in some type of way that could be manipulative and usually is, um, not necessarily in a negative way, but in a way that they have to do something in order to receive. For the type two, to live now, just learn how to receive. There are people in your life, there are entities, there's the world, there's gravity. (laughs) There's a lot of things in this world that give you something, that support you in some way, that hold you in some way. And maybe even people or groups who are trying to give you stuff, but you, the ego of the two will not take it. It's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It may just be a compliment. It may be something really small, but it means so much. And because twos really appreciate truly being appreciated, learning to receive helps to kind of feel that internal need that the two has. And so practicing the ability to receive things when people give them to you is very important. So sometimes receiving looks like when someone says something nice to you, take a moment and absorb it. So maybe take three breaths after you do that. Maybe say, I received that. Maybe um, count to 11 before you respond back. But allow yourself to receive stuff because it's so easy to give a compliment right back. Oh, no, thank you. All the type of stuff. Receive. Type three. One way that type threes can live now is to learn to be authentically present with their heart. And what I mean by that, it leads to a lot of stuff. When threes can be authentically present with their heart, they can truly be there for themselves and their families and the things they truly care about. Because success and achievement usually comes pretty easy to threes. And they're usually climbing new heights and breaking a new barrier, doing something new, a new group, a a new accolade, a new award. That's honestly, I mean, it's a lot of work. But for threes, that's your bread and butter. That's your stuff. The real work, the thing that truly lasts, the thing that matters the most when it all pans out is where is your heart authentically leading you leading you into? What is it truly yearning for? Is it yearning for that connection from your family, your connection from, um, from yourself, uh, connecting better with yourself, really exploring who you truly are and loving that? Is it pursuing something that you love, not just something that, you know, someone else loves and you just so happen we're good at it, right? Or you're someone approved that you do it. So you're like, hey, I like that because I like approval. No, where is your heart authentically leading you and how can you be present to it and do that? And yes, that does come at the cost sometimes of achieving something new, of getting some new accolades, some new award. But I promise you the war, the benefits and the true rewards of actually showing up authentically in your heart outweighs the little accolades, awards, even the extra money you may get from being able to attain or move that new level from doing your work. So really checking in with that because that's important. For the type four, living now. For the type four, I would say leaning into not allowing your emotions to determine how you live your life. And this is a tricky one. Not that they're not a part of it. Not that you don't express yourself like you want to. Not that you don't share like you need to. But 
not allowing emotions to run rampant and to run unattended in your life. And what I mean by that is that sometimes the emotions are so strong that they override your ability to be logical, healthy, healthy, logical. Let me say that not emotionally logical, but like truly um, much more really looking at the logic of a situation and or it may override your ability to act and to engage in a way that is healthy um, because the emotions are rampant and they are running amok and there are a lot. Okay. So living now means you choose not to continuously put yourself in cycles where the emotions have somehow put you in this weird, awkward situation that usually looks like a push or a pull between a group or a person um, or maybe even yourself. And along with that, it also looks like for the self-prayers for of actually attending to your emotions, there is a tendency to not tend to your actual emotions, the range of them, and to really just try to push forward and try to pretend like you're super happy or pretend like you're super logical in your books or pretend like you're super stoic. You know, the self-prayers force shows up in many different ways. It looked like a five, a seven, or a nine at times. And so... Doing that is very important. And so a big part of living now for the four is to address the suffering when it comes to emotions. Address it. Tend to it. Work on it. Process it. Release some of it. Deal with it. Share it. There's many different ways, but not to get lost or over-identified with them, you know, or to completely avoid them and just keep pushing and try to be the strongest, hardest person who can take anything on. None of that is living now. Okay, you truly want to live a life that is connected, liberated, truly joyful, not egoically uh, superior or inferior, but truly a, a part of a bigger community that makes you happy and that's beautiful and brings you joy. Make sure you address the suffering through the emotions and or the emotions that allow you to create or share suffering with others. Don't let it run rampant. Right. Type fives, live now and don't wait. I would say for type fives, one thing I would encourage them to live now is to actually address fear. There's a lot of fear in fives and people don't usually know it because fives, they kind of wrap their fear in logic and sometimes um, sarcasm. So... I would definitely say for type fives, one of the best things you can do to live now is truly address your fear and do it even scared. Because a lot of times fives may not do something and it's not like a, a fear like we're going to talk about in a six in a little bit. It's different. Sometimes the fear is not looking competent, right? It's not looking like the person who knows it. So for fives, do it scared and do it dumb, because if you can do it scared and do it dumb, you're going to do so many things more in your life. You're not just going to have a bunch of thoughts, a bunch of great ideas that you've never acted on. It's just like, ooh, I would have loved to do that. Well, don't do that. Don't wait till later on to be like, ooh, yeah, I can do it later in life. No, live now. Do it now. Do it scared. Do it dumb or do it ignorant, whichever way you want to put it, and move forward with it. It's okay. 
right? Because you're going to learn along the process. You're going to grow and you're going to expand yourself in ways you never thought you could. And you're going to see that some of the scarcity that fives live with around your personal inner resources, that there's way more there to be tapped into. And when you connect more with other people, their energy tends to sometimes even rub off on you. So you don't have to just worry about you and just rely on your own resources. You're connected to a globe of people, a community of people who lend, share, and resonate energy and inner resources to help you on this journey. So live now, fives. Don't wait. Don't wait. Please don't. I've seen too many instances of fives being in their later years, like 70s and 80s, and they come to Enneagram uh, conferences or workshops or retreats, and they are so sad because they waited so long to live. They thought about life and a lot of great things, but they waited so long to live. So please, fives, live now. Type six, live now. Don't wait. For type sixes, I would say one of the best ways to live now is to address your fear. A little bit different from the five. Addressing the fear because each one of them, each six has a certain way that they maybe don't actually truly deal with the fear. Like they may fight the fear or they may um, join an allegiance, a group, a community um, to deal with the fear, or they may find a certain person um, that allows them to feel safe. But addressing the fear so that you start to feel safe within yourself and you don't have to rely on safety outside of yourself or trying to fight for your safety. Just knowing that you have the internal fortitude, the internal strength and ability to already be a fortified, strong fort for yourself and for other people. So understanding that If you can address your fear on a regular basis, sometimes it's like I don't you don't have to fight the fear. It's like you need to pause and look at what is this fear? What is going on with it? How is it impacting my life? Where did it come from? How do I work with it? What could it be connected to deeper within me? Right. Or you're maybe entangled with an organization or a religion or whatever, you know, specifically your thing is, maybe a certain group or community, but you rely so much on it for your own safety and inner security that you may not explore and use the same curiosity you use in other places towards the thing that you find that safety and security in, right? And so you don't really use the sense of inner strength you already have to explore more even the things that you become very attached to so explore those and really for sixes look inside yourself and don't just live with fear you'll be shocked how incredible and amazing you are despite despite the doubt despite the anxiety and the anxiousness and stuff that comes with it even the anger for many of those sixes who like no anger very well the indecisiveness all that stuff you're really incredible 
And sometimes that's a bigger fear than these other fears is that if you do allow yourself to be great, to be amazing, to go and do, to address your fear, that you're going to mess around and find out that you're actually an incredible person and the world's calling for you in some ways to help it. (laughs) All right. Type sevens, live now, don't wait. For type sevens, one of the things about living now is truly addressing sadness, truly addressing fear and anger. So it's to live now, you as a seven must really deal with any emotion that makes you feel uncomfortable, any emotion that makes you squirm or avoid the truth, any emotion that makes you have to do something to make people laugh or you distract them or you distract yourself or you go into a gluttonous habit or an addiction. You got to deal with whatever that uncomfortable feeling or emotion is if you want to live now. And for sevens, you may say, why in the world would I want to deal with that uncomfortable feeling crap? The reason is because if you truly want to feel true joy, not just happiness, not just this buzziness, not just like this fake version of happiness and go through these patterns of gluttony or addiction in some type of way, if you really want to work through them and actually come out on the other side happier, (laughs) more joyful, uh, more grounded, more content, more filled with uh, happiness, love, you're going to have to go through those uncomfortable emotions. That's going to be the place that you're going to have to explore. And it is a much better place as I am a seven saying this than it was before. I wasn't It's like you're not really living and you don't realize not only the recklessness in your own life, but, well, you might, but you don't realize just how much it is wrecking other people's lives around you. And that's the tricky part. Because you can distract people, make them laugh, you may only focus on that. But there's another part of the sevenness that is actually wounding other people in a lot of different ways that you may not be very aware of. And that's all sevens every single one. So be very cautious and careful. So if you want to live now, deal with those emotions, right? Because you actually can get really close to people when you deal with them. You can actually feel really seen, really heard and safe as a seven. You don't have to do so many stimulating things in the world and travel and all this stuff all the time just to avoid dealing with the stuff that is deep down in there. You can deal with it, right? And you may not have to deal with it by yourself. You don't have to do everything by yourself. There's people who can help you. Trust. There's definitely great people out there who can help you. So for sevens living now, deal with those uncomfortable emotions. Deal with the struggle. You know? You don't have to do it all at one time. You take bits and pieces, but you do it consciously. You do it mindfully, right? And you find trusted people and professionals, if needed, to help you along the way. Because I promise you, it is so much better. Type eight, live now, don't wait. Being vulnerable for the eight is hard. It's easy to be transparent for the eight. And the difference is transparency for eights. They can say whatever they need to say. Sometimes that is rough, that is tough. That's the hard thing to say. But transparency is 
talking about how something impacted them and how something not only impacted them, but maybe hurt them, how they truly feel, how they truly may not be strong in this situation, how they truly may have hurt someone that they love and care about, how they truly may have been controlling, how they truly may have pushed away people that they really care about because they were trying to help them. But the force and the energy of the eight came out in a way that was controlling or really strong and they hurt them. And it's the ability to share and to say it and to admit it and then go work on it. So for the type eight, I really encourage you to live now is to walk in more vulnerability, is to share more vulnerability. Do it where you feel safe, obviously, but allow yourself to start giving bits and pieces of vulnerability to people who can hold it, right? And even if a person can't hold it, you see that they can't, (laughs) find another person or a certain group that can, right? You don't have to shut the person down and get all upset and mean and then show them. Don't go into vengeance. Stay, Stay with the vulnerability. It's way more powerful into you living a real full life and not necessarily just waiting to uncover for something to happen where you know you can do it for sure and it is tough but there are people who are willing to help hold the space for you as well so you don't always have to be the strong one always have to be the one to hold it always have to be the one to lead the pack always have to you don't have to right You can choose not to, even though you had a capacity and ability, you can choose not to. And that's more powerful than just leaning into the egoic way that the eight may overdo things in life. So for eight living now, choose to be a little bit more vulnerable more often because you're going to be able to connect to the people you love way better, way closer and You won't have to worry about if they are showing up or telling the truth or not, because now they feel more free and liberated to share in their vulnerabilities and truth with you because you've shared it with them. And type nines, live now. Don't wait. For the type nines, one of the ways that I think that, because I think there's a couple of ways that nines can live now. One of the ways to live now is to live in uncomfortability. I don't know if that's a word or not, but to live in the uncomfortable. Do things on a regular basis that are uncomfortable for you, right? And it can be with a group, it can be with a person, but you have to make the choice daily to do something uncomfortable, right? And so sometimes that is doing something by yourself, you know, without the group, without another person. Sometimes it's doing something out of your routine. Sometimes it's taking a plunge. You have to do something to disrupt the way that the nine can get overly used to the pattern of going to sleep to yourself. You have to. You got to do something to wake yourself up. That's one of the things uh, nines must do in order to truly live and move into living now and not just waiting. Right. Not just waiting to the, the right thing happen or the certain thing comes along or they get to this place. No, you have gifts, talents and skills, which I tend to find all nines have these like I'm not going to say random, but they have these gifts, talents and skills. And it's like they've gone a little bit untapped because the nine hasn't fully, um, fully really gone into them like they really can. So I encourage you as a type nine 
to dive in more and do something uncomfortable, right? And so for some nines, it will cause friction. It will cause conflict because you're going to do something for you and it may not be exactly what the community exactly wants you to do or the person you are maybe merged a little bit with exactly wants to do or how they see you and think you should do stuff or it just may be different than what they do and it just may be at your routine but I I definitely encourage you to live now really find ways to be uncomfortable on a regular basis small things to big things right If you like a warm floor, maybe you step on a cold floor in the morning. If you like a hot shower, maybe you do a cold shower for a little bit. Anything you can do to disrupt. And so you can truly start to live now because when you do those uncomfortable things, you get in your body and your heart. And when nines are in their body and their heart, you start to choose what you want. The heart is all about what you want. The body is about getting stuff done. And when those two are online for the nine, the things you can do are incredible. (laughs) seriously so making sure you do something uncomfortable every day so you can live now is so important please don't wait so i just wanted to share that i'm recording this right now um, from a little bitty mic i was going to do this on a video but i had a whole issue with the computer and the software so i was doing it with this mic so i don't know how it's going to sound my podcast editor seth is probably going to kill me because he's gonna be like what were you doing dude but um I did want to deliver this in all seriousness that it is so important to live now. It is so important to live now and not to wait. We only have so much time. And we don't know when or where or how necessarily. And it's just the truth. And I think 2023 brought that more to the forefront of my life. And so... I have a passion for wanting other people to be liberated, transformed, so you can truly live life where your ego is not running rampant and taken away from your life. You can live life and enjoy it. You can live life and experience all the things that it has for you, which are the ups and the downs and the love and the suffering, but it's a full life. So you don't leave this part of life and like, wow, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z, blah, 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 all this stuff. Because you already chose to be present and you chose to not allow your ego to run your every waking moment. So I just encourage you to do that work and to dive in because it's important. And not only is it important for you to experience those wonderful parts of life, <laughs> this part of life that we know before the other part of life after <laughs> death, you know, but... It's important because everyone has a divine gift, a divine purpose that the world needs. And when you don't do your inner work, the world misses out. And it took me a while to notice that. I really didn't notice it. I didn't know that until I experienced some of it, that I have a divine line and purpose within my life to spread and to share with the world, to share with certain family members, to share with certain people. We all have that to a degree. The thing is, we have to do the inner work to unlock it so that our ego doesn't keep us egoically selfish, where our gift doesn't get out to the world. 
and we don't do something amazing and great in our communities and people around us. So I share this because it's true and it's near and dear to my heart. And I'm wanting and I'm yearning for you to do the same. So that's all I have for this episode. Remember, got a couple of big events coming up. I would love to see you there if you're able to make it. Hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you live now and don't wait. All right. See you in the next episode. Bye.